Welcome to Month of Movies, October 2020, Part 2, Revenge of the Movies. Uh, the Killer Horror Critics 31 Days of Horror Halloween Challenge. We got through the first two weeks, and now we're going on to the rest of the month. Yep. So we're starting with October 12th, which was Space Horror. Space Horror. So I have a horror box set, and I'm like, oh, I'll watch this one. It's a space-themed uh, it is not a horror. Those Earth Girls are easy. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I watched it, so I'm going to talk about it in the podcast. Um, uh, and then I actually watched a real space horror after that. Once I realized that this isn't even close <laughs> to... Uh, like, I'm like, it's a comedy. It could be a comedy horror. Yeah. Who knows? No. Those are popular. Uh, Earth Girls are easy is a musical comedy <laughs> with... Uh, Oh, shit. Was it Marlon Wayans? No, it was... Shit. I'm trying to forget. Oh, Who's no. in it? I know it's Jeff Goldblum. Uh, Jeff Goldblum, Jim, Jim Carrey. Carrey. Um, I want to say it's... I think I said Marlon Wayans before, and I was like, nope. I think I know who you're talking about, but Marlon... Not Marlon Wayans. <laughs> it's, his son was in the, the Happy Endings. Yeah. Damon uh, Wayans. Damon Wayans. And Gina Davis. Yeah. Gina Davis, so a pretty big cast. Um, so Jeff Goldblum, Jim Carrey, and Damon Wayans are aliens who crash. Their spaceship crashes in the pool of Gina Davis's boyfriend's house while she's there, um, and she kicked her boyfriend out because he she caught him cheating on her. Uh, so she kicked him out of his house and while she was by the pool, the spaceship crashes and, uh, it's a humorous comedy where these three aliens are trying to learn the English language and then understand, uh, Amer like um, earthly cultures, American cultures, uh, in the eighties. So they go to like a nightclub and stuff like that. Um, oh yeah, Michael McKean is also in it. Yeah, um, he plays the pool guy. <laughs> um, it was a very entertaining movie. Uh, I'm a little shocked that this movie didn't get as big as it did, even like cult cult classic stature, uh -huh. because it's got a big cast. It's not a bad movie. Um, it's entertaining. I mean. I don't know why it didn't do as well, but whatever. Um, I enjoyed it. I gave it a 7 out of 10. Okay. Um, some of the music is pretty dumb, but, I mean, it, like I said, it's the 80s, so not all 80s music is good. Um, yeah. I don't know what else I could say about it. All right. So then I watched the, my real horror movie. <laughs> um, I watched Alien 3 since I watched uh, Alien 1 and 2 earlier in the podcast. Um, so I'm like, I'll watch the third one. So then I can slowly watch them in order. Um, right? I watched the second Alien movie. Aliens. Uh-oh. Did you not see it? Did see it, but I didn't write it down. <laughs> 
That Uh-oh. happened to me all the time, apparently. Apparently, I only have the first one written down. Unless that was the second one. No. I just realized, what the? I don't even have Alien in here. Because Alien, it says I watched it in May of 2019, which could be true. But when did I watch the second one? I know I watched the second one. I was going to say, I, I, it's not in my notes either, but I might have watched them um, in a, uh-oh. <laughs> there we are. I might have watched them uh, earlier this year because I don't have my list. I must have, like, forgot to write it down and then forgot to do it in the podcast. I don't even know what it was. Had to be last year. What the fuck is happening? I'm not, oh, I saw. I watched them of March of uh, this year, March of 2020. I watched Alien and Aliens. So maybe I watched the second one this year too. Then Jesus, because my my list that I have on my on my Google Docs is only up to the end of December of 19, and I didn't put input anything from this year yet. Because May May. May of 2019, I watched the first one. So maybe I watched the second one in March as well. Maybe that's why you watched one and two. Well, I did. We were going to watch the uh, all of the Alien movies because we we're going to have a movie marathon, and we barely got uh-huh. through the second one because it's long. <laughs> it's a long yeah. movie. <laughs> but yeah, huh. that's as far as we got. I can't believe. But anyways, I watched them in March of 2020. I gave Alien an 8 and Aliens a 7.5. I gave the first Alien a 9, and I didn't rate the second one, I guess. Mm. I'd probably say 8.5. I put it slightly under the first one just because... Okay, I'm just going to write it as March. (laughs) Oh, boy. We're really on track for this one. Yeah, this one's not going to be long. No, not at all. Um, So anyway, the third one is uh, they... It takes place on this prison planet. Um, Basically, was it Riley? Is that her name? Ripley. Ripley. Ripley, uh, her spaceship crashes on this planet or space station whatever like she escaped in the end of the second one um ends up on this planet that is where they send criminals so it's a giant like prison planet australia right and she's like freaking out that there might be an alien on the planet that uh might have been on her ship because she was unconscious and stuff when they uh they they pulled her off the ship and helped her and stuff and she's like, we got to stop these aliens if there's an alien on this planet. Um, and they're like, we have no weapons. This is a prison planet. There's no weapons to kill it with. So then they're like trying to think of ways to, to kill this uh, alien that's killing a bunch of the, the people on the planet. And uh, the end of the movie where they finally do kill it is interesting because, like I said, there's no no... There's not like there's guns they can shoot it or do stuff, so they're trying to think of ways that they can stop it. Um, I don't know. It was just a unique take on this film because they were on a planet instead of a ship, mm-hmm. which were the first two, right? 
second one was on a ship too, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Because <clears throat> I remember the second one, they were teasing that it was coming to Earth, and it never did. <laughs> um, yeah, because they're going through the vents and some of that. Yeah. So this one, uh, yeah. I mean, this one, like I said, takes place on this planet. Um, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, uh, I mean, it's not as good as the other two. But it's, I still say it's a pretty high-quality film. Um, this is, this is I gave it... That has uh, alien dogs, though, right? No. Uh-oh. Leah's Resurrection. Maybe. This one's Alien 3. There's just the one alien that was on the ship. Okay. Um, this one's just Alien 3. Or The, the cover is, like, Alien 3rd. Like, it's got the three three cubed or whatever. Alien cubed. It's not just the number three. It's like yeah. tiny up above the end. So, uh, super script. End of the third. Which is um, weird so I gave that. The Alien 3 video games for like Genesis and stuff. You fought numerous huh? aliens in Alien 3. I'm pretty sure there's just the one in this one. I, no, I'm not blaming you. I'm blaming the uh, video game industry for fucking that up. <laughs> um, Sorry, would you get it? Oh. I gave it an eight. Okay. Um, I thought it was pretty good. The space um, horror I watched was John Carpenter's The Thing, which I have already watched on the podcast, August 2016. I gave it eight and a half, and I think that still holds true. The Thing? Is that from 1982, you said? The the John Carpenter version, yeah. Whatever that uh, was. August of 2016? Is that when you watched it? Oh. Um, uh-oh. Yeah. I, uh, yes. That's when I watched that's when I watched it. Yeah, <laughs> I gave it a seven and a half. I well, the thing the problem is I saw I have I have that, and then I also watched the thing, which is the two thousand like eleven uh, prequel reboot, reboot prequel. <laughs> yeah, it was like it's it's it was a reboot in the sense that they they rebooted the franchise, but they didn't like restart it because it's basically. Right. The, prequel. the previous yeah like the end of the first movie the end of that one is the beginning of the thing John Carpenter's the thing so you see all the stuff that happened to the um, other whatever it's called station mm-hmm. uh, yeah science station yeah uh, then on to Stephen King adaptation for the 13th day of October I watched Christine, which I have already watched on the podcast because Kristen wanted to see it and she fell asleep about 10 minutes in. And I kept watching. <laughs> I watched that in uh, January 2017 and I gave it a 7. I watched it September of 2018 and I also gave it a 7. Yay! Yay! And then I asked you what Stephen King movie have I not seen that I should watch? And you gave me The Dead Zone with Christopher Walken. Which is also a Cronenberg movie, which is really I know. strange. Like, I did... It doesn't feel like a Cronenberg. It sure doesn't. Um, so, oh my god. I'm drawing a blank. Um, so, like, Christopher Walken plays this character who can kind of see the future... Um, yeah 
Like, if he touches them, he can see a glimpse of their future. Um, and this movie was weird because it felt like it was a bunch of short stories. Yeah, the, the book was very much like that. Like, the the introduction of the character and then like <clears throat> he was at the carnival and he's kind of like, oh, okay, he can kind of, like, that's where his, like, his powers started coming out. Okay. But then the accident, which they changed for the movie, which is, I don't know why it was strange. Um, cause he hit a milk truck, didn't he? In the movie. Yeah. It was like a car crash. Yeah. Cause in the book, it was like two kids like drag racing over the hill. And then like he fucking, head-on crashes with one of them and said like he gets i just remember a milk truck spilling milk yeah. everywhere yeah because he was like in a coma for was it nine years i don't remember how long he was in there for a long time yeah and, and then that's when like his powers really manifest powers awakened yeah um so at the beginning of the movie once he first gets his powers he's helping people and then after a while he's like no everyone's just coming for me for my powers and yeah. doesn't want to leave his house and stuff um <laughs> well he also but then yeah. like this huge political thing happens where he has to change the outcome of this election well the first uh, part of it though was the uh the mur- the the serial killing murders oh yeah yeah which yeah, was very uh in the book at least it was very ted bundy-esque in the sense of uh <laughs> what his mother did to him when he was a kid it wasn't i think it was ted bundy i remember some serial killer stuff very serial yeah. killery. <laughs> yeah. So then, like, yeah. Then the second one is this election that he has to, he tries to change, um, with uh, Martin what's his face? Is it Martin? Charlie Sheen. Is it Martin? Martin Sheen. Sheen. Yeah. Martin Sheen. It. Um, I thought it was okay. It was pretty good. Like, it definitely felt like. I can see why they turned it into a TV show. Yeah. Which because <laughs> it could easily be a tv show the way the story was yeah um i don't know i i thought it was okay i gave it a six and a half i think it's funny though how like um martin sheen in the in this movie is like running for president and he's just the biggest piece of shit Uh um and and like in the book he wants to try to stop him because he basically starts world war Mm three and that's what happens when he like touches him yeah, because he hits the the nuke button. Yeah, and then uh, and then the show West Wing, Martin Sheen. He's the president. president. Uh, is this an alternate world? <laughs> this happened. That's how the show ended. Just oh kidding. god. <laughs> <clears throat> but no, yeah, I, I I enjoyed it. Like, if it was more of the first half of the book, I would have loved the book a lot more. But mm-hmm. then they went to the political stuff, which was weird. But then uh, obviously uh, Stephen King kind of hinted at that. Like, or a lot of people hinted at that earlier this year. Like, wow, this the whole second half of uh, of of Dead Zone Dead is Zone. kind of what's happening in our politics right now. This is yeah, a guy who's just where are you now, Christopher Walken? Yeah, this charismatic politician who doesn't care about anything but war and himself. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. So then. Uh... Yeah, then the 14th was Pandemic Slash Plague movie. Yeah. And I already talked about Train to Busan. <laughs> That's what I lumped that one in on yeah. part one of the podcast. Uh, I watched 28 Weeks Later, which um, the sequel to 20 Days Later. Um, and, uh, so in the first movie, um, 
like obviously a, a zombie outbreak happens. But in this one, cat, I swear to God, it's my anvil. Stop knocking on the ground. Um, in the first one, a zombie outbreak happens. <laughs> but then at the beginning of this, like the zombie outbreak is pretty much subsiding. And they're, they're reopening a giant city now. Where it's like walled off and everything and everything, everybody comes inside. It should be safe from a zombie infection and whatnot. Um, but then these two kids kind of go wander around outside the outskirts of town and they find their mother who was believed to be dead and she has the zombie infection, but she has it in the sense that she doesn't fully have it, but she has the virus in her that affects her that she's kind of a carrier but she's not acting like an actual zombie um <clears throat> I swear to god cat he's knocking everything off the counter off, off this table but um uh then eventually they bring the lady to to the village or to the thing science lab to study her and see what's going on because why why her virus isn't fucking her up. And then an outbreak happens and everyone's basically trying to get out of town and they're going to nuke the town so that the two kids are just being escorted through the majority of the movie by uh, Hawkeye um, trying to save their lives and stuff. Uh, it's fun. The first movie is much better than this one. Um, I really like 20... <laughs> All right, cat. You, I just I'm gonna hold you because you're fucking around. Um, twenty eight days later is much better. I like that one more. Um, but twenty weeks later is twenty eight weeks later is fun. <clears throat> we never got to see twenty eight months later, which they were gonna do, and then they got canceled. So, um, I gave. And then twenty eight years later. <laughs> no, it was, it was it was supposed to be a trilogy, and they just never, they never did it. Um, I gave Cat. You are throwing me off my groove. He's just knocking everything off the co the co co coffee table. All right, twenty weeks later, I gave it a seven. There, that's all I wanted to say. Cat, just stop. Okay, so then for the fifteenth, fifteenth of October was the creature feature, and I chose Critters because I've never seen any of the Critters movies. Um. The Critters, I thought it was just like a ripoff of Gremlins type thing. Um, but apparently these creatures are from space and they escape a alien prison transport vessel. Okay. And escape to Earth um, where they land on a farm. And the Critters are kind of like furry Pac-Men. Yeah. <laughs> they're just like mostly all mouth. Um, oh. So they're constantly biting people and trying to eat people. Um, but then there's like two bounty hunters, alien bounty hunters that can shapeshift, come to Earth to try to stop the critters. And they team up with the little kid who lives on the farm to take out these these critters. Um, which is funny because they're like, oh, we're going to this planet. we got to shift into something that looks familiar. So they turn on the TV there's some rock star guy, so he's like, oh, I'll be him. And then like, the other guy's like, oh, I'll be this cop that got pulled us over or whatever. And it's like, oh, so they got this rock star at their farm trying to kill the critters. 
<laughs> and no one thinks it's that weird, um, which is kind of funny. Um, it was a decent movie. It was entertaining. Uh, you got some Billy Zane action going on in it. Oh, no. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was a fun movie. I'm interested because I got the box set thing, so I'm <clears throat> excited to check out the other ones um, because usually these movies get bananas as the series goes. Yeah. Uh, with these creature films. I think Leonardo um, DiCaprio so, is in the second one. Is he? I think well, so. Find out when I get to it. It's like one of his uh, first movies. Because eventually I want to get to the TV show. Yeah. The, uh, that looked kind of cool. So I gave Critters uh, a 7 out of 10. Okay. Uh, the movie you I watched... watched for my creature feature was a movie called The Monster. Um, from what year is this? And then this? I also watched this one. Monster came out in 2016. 2016. Um, so Not to be confused with Monster, which we watched the other no. month. No, <laughs> or any other thing that's just called Monster. Um, but this movie is about, uh, again, an, a, a, almost like Train to Busan, where <clears throat> the mother um, of this child, who's just a piece of shit to her kid. Yeah, terrible, terrible like, mother. One of the worst, like, I was like, I don't. I don't want to root for her at all. Like just, I think like, that was kind of the point though. Yeah. Um, but her and her daughter, they're heading to the girl's dad's house. Um, but then they're driving through like these, these like wooded roads and they hit something, right? Oh. Mm-hmm. They think they hit a deer. Yeah. Or no. Yeah. They hit a deer and then like their tire goes flat. So then they, call for like service for like you know a tow truck and stuff and um because yeah then the deer is gone yeah and then while they're there like there's this creature in the woods outside that is uh attacking like the 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 tow truck guy and also there's some of that anyone that tries to come by and help there's this monster out there that just is a piece of shit and killing people um which yeah it's at first, I was like, damn, that monster actually looks pretty cool. But then the more you saw it, you're like, yeah, it does. It's not that cool. <laughs> like, the first couple of glimpses, you're like, damn, this looks neat. And it's like all practical effects. And then after a while, you're like, that's just a fucking like, rubber suit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just looks cool because it's wet. Yeah. And, and it's in the dark. So, yeah. But, um,. No, it's I, I did like how they went jump back and forth because I was like, how is it going to be an hour and a half long movie where they just sit in the car scared? Um, well, so I can like, say the same thing about Cujo. Yeah, but um, <laughs> yeah, it was I, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, they jumped back and forth here and there um, with uh, with like backstory and some of that and just seeing them get along and not get along and all that stuff and just the importance of mother and daughter relationships and stuff and I I really I, I thought it was pretty good um I saw some pretty low ratings on this movie but I mm-hmm. I liked it more than most of those ratings so I gave the yeah. monster a 7 I liked it a lot more than you I guess okay <laughs> so I gave it an 8 and a half wow um I just thought I don't know. The, the relationship between the daughter and the mother was like toxic. Yeah. But she 
became better as they dealt with the monster. Yeah. It's like, okay, now she's really protecting her child and stuff instead of mm-hmm. saying, get the fuck out of here. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I, I don't know why. I just got entranced in this movie, and I freaking loved it. Um, yeah, so I gave the monster from 2016 an eight and a half. And once again, my cat is on my lap, purring his goddamn heart out. So I apologize for people listening. They can probably hear it, because if they can hear my voice, they can probably hear him. So then for the 16th was uh, Evil Doll or Mannequin. Yes. Um, what did you watch? We watched The Bride of Chucky, <laughs> which you've already watched. Yes. Um, I watched uh, December of 2015. Okay. Yeah, uh, I enjoyed the first couple Chucky uh, Child's Play movies. And then Mm -hmm. this one, I know it starts getting silly. Mm -hmm. Um, Didn't care for it. I didn't, I didn't, uh, like, the the main characters that were dealing with all this shit, like, didn't even know what the dolls until, like, the end of the movie. (laughs) And it, it kind of upset me a little bit because, like, it didn't feel like the movie had a real purpose right um they're just trying to get from point a to point b of with the uh with the dolls because this is when they're trying to get to the graveyard right yeah yeah they're trying to get to the graveyard um and jeffrey tilly's in it and yeah she's the bride but, sorry she's jeffrey tilly's not in this one it's uh no she, she's in the next one she's she's her she plays herself in the next one yeah I that's say. yeah um but she plays like she Fuck. plays the bride yeah. character in this one. Whatever her name is. <clears throat> Tiffany or something. Yeah, it's Tiffany. Yeah, I didn't care for too much. I gave it a five. I gave it a seven. Okay. I enjoyed it. Uh, and then I watched uh, a movie called Magic. Excuse me. Because I was trying to find like a creepy doll mannequin type movie. And then this one popped out. Uh-oh. Come on. Is it HBO? It was on HBO Max. Yeah. Um, but it... Dang it. I had Anthony Hopkins. So it like showed Anthony Hopkins with a ventriloquist dummy. Yeah. As the picture, I'm like, I'm going to try this because Anthony Hopkins is good. Yeah, he's he's a great actor. Um, and this is like an older movie because this came out in the 70s. Um, and it's about... Anthony Hopkins' character is trying to be a magician. And at the beginning of the movie, he's trying and no one seems to give a shit about him. Yeah. But then his and then his act turns around once he uh, brings in the puppet because he's like, this is a perfect misdirect. Is everyone staring at the puppet um, or trying to watch his mouth like not move or something? Mm-hmm. So it draws them away from the actual magic act. Um, and he becomes really popular and... Uh, so he's going to get booked on like to have his own specials and stuff like that. And his manager says, okay, so you just got to go through these, the routine um, medical checks and all this stuff. And he's like, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> he's like, what do you mean? He's like, no, cause that means they don't trust me and blah, 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 blah. And he's like, what? So then he gets mad and he escapes into this like resort. I don't know what yeah. it's called, but it's a bunch of cabins. Yeah. Um, it was like closed down. And he down, hides though. out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's closed down because it's like 
the winter or something like it's I, their off season i thought it was like they they literally were like closed because like, the business was failing oh i thought it was like an off season or something no yeah because they they this her and her husband talk about that later about how like he was doing stuff because like he's not doing his dream job because he doesn't have money and some of that and... Mm. yeah so he he goes to this cabin area and befriends the lady who's running it and uh it gets crazy. <laughs> well, he he befriends her because he was like, they're they were like high school almost high school sweethearts. Like they yeah. both liked each other, but they didn't uh, interact with it. each other. Right. Um, so then he's like practicing his routine with the dummy and stuff like that, and um, yeah, it gets a little crazy. Um, it wasn't what I was expecting no, it to be. Not at all. Um, and <laughs> I don't know. So, the trailer for this movie... Okay. I don't know if you watched it. I did not. It's fucking scary. <laughs> um, they're... Like, the people who are afraid of ventriloquist dummies... Because, you know, clowns are scary and, you know... Yeah. There's tons of stuff where... Sc- people who are afraid of ventriloquist dummies probably saw this trailer <laughs> on TV. Because it's just the dummy talking with music. Oh, boy. And it's really creepy. Um, <laughs> so there's like someone did a there was like a documentary about how this movie changed the way people thought of ventriloquist dummies <laughs> um, so yeah you'll have to check that trailer out later um, but yeah I gave Magic a six and a half yeah Cr- Kristen hates dolls mm-hmm. and uh, even though she loves Anthony Hopkins she's like I'm not watching that that's all you <laughs> So, um, yeah, I gave Magic a six and a half as well. Nice. Um, whatever. Oh, yeah. Next one. Uh, <laughs> next one uh, for the 17th was Haunted House Horror, which mm. I watched um, The Shining again because that movie is fantastic and it's a good time. Um, yeah. Which I first watched. Cat. <laughs> I first watched in july of 2019 that's right i watched in in july 14 yeah i forgot that i must have watched it i thought i watched it earlier than i did i never watched this on the podcast so yeah um when i gave it an eight so yeah Yeah, i gave it seven and a half shining um so i watched a movie called the hearse yeah um (laughs) i did i watched that because you watched it what the uh, fuck? So, this lady, his her aunt dies, so she inherits her house. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those movies, kind of like most horror movies. Like, okay, I'm going to go and move and live in this house that was that I inherited. Mm-hmm. And um, oh. God damn it! I'm like I keep thinking of uh, freaking Elvira. Yeah, she she inherits the house, but everyone in town uh, has nothing to do with her because they believe that her aunt was a witch. Because she hires the um, the hardware store's son, right? Yeah. To to, to, to fix, fix up the up. house. Yeah. So because no one want no one in the town wants to deal with her. Um, but she wants to fix up the house because she wants to live there and get away. Um, and the son at the hardware store is helping fix her up. And then she 
starts dating this guy and that that guy the the son gets really jealous and uh yeah there's like then as the movie goes you slowly start hearing the story of what happened to the aunt and about this like hearse that like delivered her body and stuff mm-hmm. um and i'm not going to give away the ending but it's like freaking weird um i kind of forgot the ending to tell you the truth it must not have stuck in stuck too well with me yeah it wasn't like very well executed of a movie i didn't think it also was pg it was pg i think it was a made for tv movie i'm almost certain it was yeah yeah was it pg yeah because there was like there was like nothing in it that was okay yeah because that that whole box that you had was like all basically 1980 uh, in 1980 uh, June that's, of 98 PG oh well, maybe it wasn't made for TV but it was PG <laughs> profanity mild and that's it yeah <laughs> there's um, came yeah. out the same year as the first Friday the 13th <laughs> like pretty close to the same time because it came out in June I think yeah, but also um, both came out in June, I think. Throughout the whole time, also when she's living in the house, she keeps seeing things like people that someone that's like trying to attack her and whatnot, and they like, disappear and and all that kind of weird stuff too. Like a little haunted house situation of of just no one believing her and thinking she's crazy, and also that she's a witch and blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was okay. Yeah, so I gave it a six. Um. I gave. Where are you? The hearse. The hearse. I gave it a five. Understandable. Understandable. So then, the eighteenth, we watched the scary pet. Scary pet. Scary pet movie. So I watched Cujo, since I've never seen Cujo. Which I watched in uh, February of this year, February twenty twenty. This is also another movie that takes place in a car for a long period of time. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed this movie a lot. Yeah. Like, it was really good. What I was most impressed by out of anything is the acting of the dog. Yeah. Like, you forget that this is a movie that they train the dog to do this stuff. Because the dog's just constantly, like, going after things and attacking and, like, I don't know how they got the dog to do half the shit it did. Yeah. But um, it's just like pulling off the door handles. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. You watch the movie and just watch the dog, like, yeah. act. It's amazing. Uh, but, yeah, it was scary as hell, man. Like, <laughs> imagine yourself in that situation. Um, and I understand the book is a lot more in-depth. Yeah. Because you get hints of things in the movie, but you don't realize, like, the whole dehydration and God, yeah. um, the heat and all that stuff. Like, you get hints of it watching it, but, like, you don't realize how much of a factor that is yeah. and how hot it was and stuff. In the in the book, um, <clears throat> they just had a little bit of food to have a nice, like, picnic lunch. But her mm-hmm. thermos, the only thing she had to drink was her thermos that was filled with milk. Oh, so she's like after like a day they couldn't even drink the liquid they had. Yeah, yeah. that's terrible. Yeah. Oh my god. 
Yeah, it almost makes me want to read the book now because like it's it's a good one. Yeah, and apparently Stephen King was so fucked up on drugs and alcohol that he doesn't even remember writing it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I gave Cujo uh, an eight and a half. Wow, I only yeah. gave it a six. Yeah, I was I was in it, man. Um, the thing though, now that you watch Dead Zone and Cujo. Uh, yeah. because those are he has a set of books called the Castle Rock and uh, Castle Rock stories. Yeah, those all, those books took place in Castle Rock. Yeah, um, but uh, Dead Dead Zone was his first of the Castle Rock, and then Cujo's second. So mm-hmm. um, the quote unquote rabies that he gets mm-hmm. uh, is actually the spirit of Frank Dodd, the police officer from the uh, from Dead Zone. Oh, okay. Huh. So, so, like, that's, like, I guess the evilness that was inside of him went into the dog. Hmm. So that's why, like, like oh, shit. That's why it's just not, like, it's not that he just has rabies. It's that the, the fucking He's serial possessed. killer. Yeah, serial killer fucking evilness went into the dog. And I was like, oh, hmm. okay. I thought you were going to say, then you got to, now you got to watch the fourth one, third movie in the trilogy. The third one's good, but it's... What's the third one? Uh, the Dark Half. Oh, okay. It's basically the story of Richard Bachman. <laughs> but uh, evil. Yeah. And then the fourth one is the um, Needful Things. Okay. Yeah, I should read that one. Um, so what did you watch for your pet? Um, I watched People Under the Stairs, which because they, they have that, <laughs> that fucking Rottweiler that's a dick throughout the whole movie. Um, <laughs> talk about the people under the stairs or the pets. <laughs> no, uh, I, I was having the hardest time. Cause I'm like, I had already watched Cujo that year, and we had like Pet Cemetery. And after we watched the remake, we were Pet Cemetery to out for a while. Um, so I was like trying to find all this like a movie that, like, and someone's like, people under the stairs. I'm like, that's right, that dog was a dick. Uh, so we watched that in April 2016. I gave that a five and a half. Do you remember? <laughs> The movie we watched when we were younger. Man's best friend. Rented. Man's best friend. Yep. I sure do. <laughs> I just thought of that. I was trying to explain that to Kristen. Like, yeah, it's like this dog that he was like. I think it was a Saint Bernard, wasn't he? It's like the Far Cry dog. Oh no, he's like a Rottweiler. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Because they're doing uh, experiments on him. So he, he gets like, like the DNA from other animals. Yeah. So he like could be a chameleon or he can jump super high. Yeah. <laughs> With Lance Hendrickson as like the guy like trying to hunt out the dog. God damn. I think I looked it up to see if it was on anything, but I can't remember if it was or not. Probably isn't. It's such a bizarre movie. <laughs> um all right, so for the nineteenth What did you give uh people under the stairs? Oh, uh, I thought, uh five and a half, I think. Yeah, I was I was hoping like, because I remember watching it and be like, "This, I would have loved this if I watched it as a kid," but as an adult, it's like, "Meh." And then I'm like, "Maybe it'll be better the second time I watch it." I'm like, "Nah." But yeah. oh, the people under the stairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and the nineteenth is the movie from your favorite horror franchise. When I was <clears throat> when I was younger, I loved the freaking Leprechaun movies. Yeah. They're not as great as time goes on, but they're fun. Um, 
So I watched Leprechaun Returns. Okay. And because uh, that was the newest Leprechaun movie that came out. It came out in 2018. Uh, but it was a direct sequel to the first Leprechaun movie. <clears throat> so uh, if you remember the first Leprechaun movie, it was Jennifer Aniston lived in the house. Like they were at this house um, and the Leprechaun came and they freaking threw him down a well with uh, the the four-leaf clover, you know, Lucky Charms bitch. And he, like, fell in the well and yeah. he died. Um, so this one takes place however many years later, 20. Um, uh, well, if it's real time, that movie came out, like, in 91 or something. Okay. So it's, like, yeah, it's, like, almost, like, 27 years, 28, okay. 27. So it's probably about 25 years, I think it was. Okay. Um, because it was the anniversary of it, whatever. So there's a bunch of college kids who buy this or got this old town, like this old farmhouse, aka the one from the first movie. Yeah. And they're like using it as a school project. They're gonna like repaint it, refurnish it, have it like with like off the grid type thing where they're gonna do like solar panels for energy and all these things. Um, and the main girl you're following she's comes into town and uh, she's like part of the you follow her and she's joining the sorority that's out there and she is the daughter of jennifer aniston's character oh okay so she's like yeah my mom was crazy she was yelling about leprechauns and you know ended up she ended up dying um <laughs> but like she all of a sudden, like, they run, you know, the leprechaun comes back in a ridiculous way. Because mm-hmm. um, one of the guys drinks the water out of the well, and the leprechaun bursts out of his stomach. Okay. Uh, I don't understand why. But then he's, like, on the object to get his gold back. You know, just like the first one. Mm-hmm. But it's a bunch of different people. And it's cheesy, Like, it's got the classic, like, bad pun lines like the original had. Yeah. Uh, He's not played by Warwick Davis, but he does a pretty good impression of Warwick's Leprechaun. Okay. Um, So it's not... Because the Leprechaun Origins that came out before this was... Oh, that was horrible. Yeah. So, like, this was like, okay, so now they're getting back to the original feel of it um, with the the campiness and... uh, stuff like that um it was entertaining it's definitely if you like the first one it's definitely a good sequel because the second leprechaun movie is completely different than yeah. the first one because i think the second one he was trying to find a wife yeah and in the, in the first movie he says like a cop pulls him over and goes how old are you he's like i'm 600 years old and then in the second <clears throat> leprechaun movie he's like he's trying to find a wife and then he waits a thousand years to find like Wait, 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 wait. So you didn't even, <laughs> you didn't even keep the up first, with that. The first movie, he was joking. It was a joke in the first one. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, so I gave Leprechaun Returns a seven. Okay. It was entertaining. If you like all the other Leprechaun movies, it's worth it. If you don't, then no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I watched... I mean, it's no Back to the Hood. I... I'm watching them for November, and so far I'm not impressed with the ones I've watched. So we'll see. 
get you are you're gonna hate him by the end. Probably. Uh, um, the uh, the movie I watched was uh, Blair Witch for the movie from your favorite horror franchise. Um, because I've already watched Blair Witch Project so many times, and Blair Witch I've only seen like twice, so I watched that one. Because that's I, the newest one, right? Yeah, which um, I saw first reviewed in September of 2016. Yep. Um, which I gave a seven, which. I gave it a seven and a half back then. Yeah, it's, it's. I still like it, but it doesn't have that same oomph it did the first time I saw it, or the first Blair Witch. Like I always forget how great it is. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, <clears throat> I watched Blair Witch. Now this next movie, we we both watch the same one, which is great. Right. Uh, so the next one was a PG thirteen horror. PG-13 or PG thirteen or less horror. Okay. Um, so we chose Ernest Scared Stupid, which is um, probably I, also a uh, horror movie I fell in love with as a kid. Yep, I agree. <laughs> um, and Carrie never saw that one. She's like, I think I've seen one, maybe two Ernest movies, and I'm like, probably Ernest goes to jail because <laughs> I think that's the one most people have seen. Or, or it though, seems Christmas is pretty good too. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that one. Yeah. Because um, Goes to Camp was the first one. Oh, no, it's not, actually. It's not? No, I, th- I think it it's might. It's the first movie. The rest are shows, right? N- he, uh, it's hard to say. Jim Varney did a lot of, like, characters. And there's a couple mm-hmm. of movies that he did. Like, the first Ernest movie is not really an Ernest movie. But there's, like, he's been Ernest in a bunch of other movies before that. But I think that was the first standalone like, this is specifically just Ernest. Because I was looking that up the other day. Because if you look up Jim Varney's fucking IMDb thing, there's so much shit he's done before before Ernest. It's Ernest P. Worrell, not Ernest T. Worrell. Yeah, it's P. Worrell. Worrell. I said Ernest T. Worrell. Because he did it, like, his character was in a bunch of commercials. Yeah. Is what I saw. Well, he's also... for Coca-Cola and checks and... I think Kodak Film was one of them, too. Yeah, Kodak. But he was, um... Like, he was a comedian, comedic actor, and he was on a bunch of, like, sketch shows and stuff like that. And then some of these characters, I think, came Oh, Dr. Otto and the Riddle of the Gloom Beam was his first appearance. Yeah. Which, yeah. <laughs> Never even heard of this. But Dr. Otto, he's he showed up on the show and some of that. And... Oh, he's like the freaking star of the poster, Ernest is. Well, I think that was after the Ernest popularity, but apparently people said, if hey, you... Hey, Vern, I'm in a new movie. You know what, you know what I mean? Yeah, but if you... like, someone was, I saw a review saying, if you're watching this for Ernest, don't, because he's like in like five <laughs> minutes of it. <laughs> That's funny. But First yeah. appearance... His first, his first appearance <laughs> but anyways we watched Ernest Scared Stupid yes um, which I reenacted in the sandbox with all my action figures like so many times because I watched it so many times um, so Ernest he's kind of a he's a lovable doofus who mm-hmm. is smart but not the right kind of smart like he builds He's like a cartoon and, character smart. 
yeah, he like builds inventions, but he doesn't have any sort of tact to hold a job and all sort of stuff. Um, but they kind of explain that at the very beginning because at the very beginning it shows like two hundred years ago or whatever. Um, of there's this troll running around like turning children into wooden statues, wood. and uh, they cast him into a hole and plant a tree over top of him, and and uh, you know like oh you you're you're stuck here forever. But I guess um, he's he cursed that Ernest the son, fa- the, yeah, the Worrell family, the Worrell family, saying that every generation they'll get stupider and stupider. <laughs> so, but then, um, of course, Ernest uh, accidentally releases the troll because he did exactly what the the lady told him not to do. So the troll's just running around town trying to steal children so that he can release his own troll family on the uh, on the world but silly things happen in the meantime yeah it's it's I, I showed it to my girlfriend and she's like it's exactly what I expected it was gonna be it's it's like the hocus pocus like I'm sure you love it but I didn't watch it as a kid so <laughs> right <clears throat> um yeah Carrie thought it was disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. It's <laughs> not nose. Ew. Um, Ew. Um, although one of the there's a, quite a few jokes that I caught as adults, not like not the adult jokes, but just catching right. them as like, God damn it, that's good because when he's buying all that stuff, he's like, oh yeah, this uh like whatever troll poison whatever troll, he's like troll away he's like oh it's 20 dollars a pound and he like holds a bag he's like well 50 pounds like just with his yeah. hand in one hand I'm like god damn it that's funny oh 50 pounds um but yeah it was uh it was a nice trip down memory lane but yeah i could totally see this uh it yeah didn't... you didn't grow up with it you'd be like this is dumb yeah <laughs> yeah um i don't know anything else i you... gave I gave Ernest Scared Stupid a seven and a half. Okay. I gave it a six and a half because as an adult now, it's not that great. But it's entertaining. It's it's <laughs> much more Control of a motel. Yeah. It's much more of a uh memory thing. Was it for me. Bobby Bobby What are the two guys? Uh Bobby God damn it, are they, are they Something called, and Bobby. Are they called the Trout Brothers or something? Or what are they called? So. It was just creepy because there was like it must have been like the old billboard or something was in their fort, so they had like the freaking Bobby in the background. Oh, Tulip, Tom and Bobby, Tom and Bobby, the Tulip Brothers. That's what it was. Yeah, that's the other thing I was laughing at was when he was changing the billboard. Bobby was up on it, the the older skinny dude, uh-huh. and he's up there putting the billboard stuff up. And then Tom's on the ground just talking to Ernest, the walkie-talkie. But he had a rope attached to him. But he was on the ground. Right. So the rope literally did nothing. <laughs> and I thought that was a funny little detail. Because <laughs> he falls off, he's like, all right. The rope did nothing. But, yeah, I gave it a six and a half. And then I'm going to throw, like, because then we both also both watched a movie that could fit in this category. Yes. It was Beetlejuice. Don't say his name three times. Yeah. Um, 
my probably my favorite uh, Tim Burton movie. Yeah, I would agree with that. I'm not a huge Tim um, Burton fan though, so. Huh? <laughs> I'm not a huge Tim Burton fan though, so. Oh, me neither. Me neither. But yeah, this is probably one of the best. Um, yeah, and then freaking Michael Keaton as Beetlejuice is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> like everyone's like, what? I just remember like. People go, wait, that guy is going to be the new Batman? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I think it's funny how it's PG. Yeah. But they say... But he says the F-bomb. But he says fucking it. And there's, like, so many, like... There's so many um, just sexual innuendos and, like, all this crazy yeah. shit. A lot of inappropriateness. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was catching a lot more things the second, like watching it now as an adult than when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know when the last time I watched this was. Yeah. Probably college. Um, I don't even remember. I don't think it was. Well, because I bought it as a two pack. It had this and Goonies. Oh, okay. Which is a weird two pack. Yeah. Well, I have I have a three pack of Gremlins one, two, and Goonies. Yeah. Like, the uh, everyone loves creature. Goonies. Yeah. I guess that's why they have to tack it on to movies that you want. You're just stuck with it. Um, yeah. So like Beetlejuice, uh, is that Alec Baldwin? Yep. Alec Baldwin. Wow. Gina Davis. Completely different. Like that looks like Alec Baldwin. It sounds like Alec Baldwin. Yeah. But he looks way too young and skinny. Yeah. I know. It's, it's so different. Um, so if you've not seen Beetlejuice or have heard of this movie, I have a hard time believing that, but either way, um, the this married couple get into a car crash, die, and are stuck as ghosts of sorts in their house, and they're trying to figure out how to get the people that are that bought the house and moving in to get out, mm-hmm. while they're like navigating the realms of the afterlife, yeah. and trying to understand how things work. And Michael Keaton plays Beetlejuice who is uh, a freelance character Haunt. who helps people <laughs> uh, get rid of humans. So he's the the bio-exorcist. <laughs> he gets rid- he's like an exorcist, but he gets rid of humans instead of ghosts. Um, yeah. And like the only person that can really see them is the daughter, Lydia, who... Uh, moved into the house and hijinks ensue. Old goth and everything. Yeah. I forgot like that scene where they're singing and all that. Like I forgot how early in the movie that was. The dinner table part? Yeah, I thought that was toward the end of the movie. Yeah, that always scares me about um, like shrimp. Those fucking shrimp hands. Shrimp hands. (laughs) Fucking shrimp hands. Um, I enjoyed this movie a lot. Yeah. Like... Like I, like Scott and I both say, we're both not really Tim Burton fans, but this one we both agree um, that this is probably his best one. Um, I gave Beetlejuice an eight out of ten. I gave it a seven and a half. It's a pretty damn close. Seven and a half. Yeah, I mean we didn't watch it for the PG thirteen, but it falls in there, and we both watched it. Yeah, because Carrie doesn't like horror movies, so when we watch horror movies, they're usually the family friendly ones. And she wanted to watch Beetlejuice, so we watched Beetlejuice. Yeah, we... Uh, and Tony never saw Gremlins, so we watched Gremlins. <laughs> like, that's... It, Kristen wanted to watch a, a lighthearted movie after he watched uh, Who Can Kill a Child. 
So we watched that. <laughs> yeah, because we were like, we're going to watch a horror movie and carve pumpkins. Um, so I pulled out a couple movies that were horror movies that were PG or less. And <laughs> we, uh, we ended up picking Gremlins. And Carrie's like, oh, I watched Beetlejuice. And so we watched it the next night. Because <laughs> she did not want to watch Killer Clowns. No. Um, so anyway... The October 21st was a George Romero film. Yes. I watched, uh, because mine comes before yours, I watched yes. Dawn of the Dead, the original Dawn of the Dead, not the... Okay. Uh, not the Sex Snyder. No, nah, yeah, not the remake. Um, so Dawn of the Dead takes place like right after like, Night of the Living Dead, um, where the zombies came to life, and everyone's like, oh, shit, we got to take them out, kill them and stuff. But um, a bunch of people, like, they end up, like, landing. I can't remember. If they, I, I already forgot if they, like, crash-landed there or if they, like, just landed there. But um, they kind of just camp out at a, a shopping mall because they have all their supplies they need there, and they can lock the metal gates and stuff, and they just have to deal with the zombies that are in there. Um, but a lot, of, a lot of time leads up to before they actually get to the mall, which I don't remember when I watched it, like, 20-some years ago. Um, yeah, all I remember is the mall part. Yeah, the mall part, like, takes it takes a little while to get to the mall um, because like, these people are, like, police officers and stuff like that and, like, army people that they just see, like, shit happening in town and then they, they escape and head over to the... Uh, Thing. But then at one point, like a bunch of bikers, like break into the uh, break into the mall and just kind of start causing chaos and whatnot. And the pie fight. Yeah, that was such a fucking weird part. Uh, the pie fight. <laughs> but um, oh shit, I forget his name. Like he's in. He's well known for. He's an actor in a lot of horror movies. Um, older horror movies but he did a lot of the special effects in a lot of horror movies like Dawn of the Dead and some of that and I can see his face and I want to say Sal something something Sal am I wrong oh, Tom I Savini Tom Savini there you go um, but he's he's one of the bikers in this movie and I think I didn't look it up but I'm almost certain that in your movie that you picked for George Romero, he shows up as that character, but as a as oh. a zombie biker. <clears throat> okay, I could see that. Which is kind of funny. A because... nod. What? A nod. Oh, I think he said, I can kind of see that. Not. No, it's a nod to the original. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, all right. Because it looks just like him with a mustache. If it wasn't him, then it was someone that looked like him. But, right, um... well, they probably... If it wasn't him they got they tried to make it look like him yeah. as an easter egg i'm sure yeah um but yeah it wasn't it wasn't as good as i remember it being uh i don't know it 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 kind of i was actually kind of really bored while watching it <laughs> um so i give dawn of the dead i think i've only watched it once and i think i was drunk yeah i was at zach's or uh, cc's place yeah, um, but I gave Dawn of the Dead a six. Yeah. So I watched Land of the Dead, which I think is the newest one. I don't think there's been any more after that. I there's I I think there's an Island of the Dead. 
Oh, okay. Oh, there's one that says Diary of the Dead. The Diary of the Dead. But I don't know how how much um, Romero had to do with those. Yeah, because he died a couple years back. And <clears throat> I don't know if right. he gave up on those or not or what. Yeah, I this one know. he did. He wrote and directed this one. This might be the last one he did. I don't okay. know. Um, so this one takes place well after the events of the original stuff. And they have... Did you watch this one too? Yes, I did. Okay. So they have like this area that's like basically quarantine type thing. Sorry. Uh, yep. Right there. He's Machete Zombie in Land of the Dead. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this one takes place where they have like a quarantined area. The army's involved in like trying to contain the spread of uh, the dead. Um, and there's a group of. I don't remember what the group is. What they're a group of. Oh, I can't even think what I would call them. They go into the the walls to to retrieve people or items. Yeah. Um, like scavengers almost. Scavengers, but they're they're hired by the government. Yeah. Um, to retrieve retrieval of stuff, um, and of course one of the people in the group is being selfish and doing stuff for himself. Um, Played by John Leguizamo. Yeah. Um, it was an entertaining movie. It's it's weird watching like these original ones, and then like then you watch this one. It's like wow. Like, it makes sense though because of time progression. Like even in that world. Yeah. Like, at some point they'd have to try to contain it, and yeah. um, otherwise, like we'd be all dead. <laughs> um, I enjoyed it. I didn't think it was. I mean, there are parts of it I liked and parts of it I didn't like, but overall, it was an entertaining movie. Um, yeah, I, I mean, and there are certain things that you you know about how, what I like and what I don't like sometimes, and mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan of like post-apocalyptic stuff, right? And it felt very much like it, that, where they're like, it was oh, very... this this we can trade for this money, and, this, and I'm like, ah. but I did like how the zombies started being aware. Of, yeah, they started evolving of yeah. sorts. Like they started figuring things out. Like, oh, like we can one use guy guns. became their leader. Yeah, the jackhammer was kind of funny though. He's like, oh, jackhammer, it does this, cool. And then he just walks away, gets unplugged. He's like, huh, that's weird. <laughs> but um, yeah, I gave uh, Land of the Dead a six and a half. I have to find it. I gave it a five. Dennis Hopper yeah. was in it though, so yeah, he was good. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of John Leguizamo and him being a main. No, I'm not either. So he he his character seemed fitting though. Yeah, like, he seems like the kind of actor who could play that character. Yeah. Um. So the twenty second was a in memoriam film. Yes, which I rewatched the movie Phantasm, which I had mm-hmm. watched a couple <clears throat> years back. I brought it from Tony and Phantasm. I gave October, nope, August 2016. That's which, when I watched it as well. Which I gave it a six and a half back then, but I think I'd jack it up to like a, maybe a seven now because it's better than I, I gave remember. it an eight back then. Yeah. I really liked it. <laughs> but, um, so, oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's that's Phantasm. <laughs> Yeah, and then I watched the second one because I wasn't going to rewatch the first one again. So I watched the second Phantasm, 
Um, it wasn't as good as the first one. No. Uh, to me, the beginning half of the movie was slow. Um, but like toward the second half, I thought it started getting interesting. I was curious of what was going on and yeah. what was happening, but then it ended, and I was like, "Oh, I don't know." What the guess f- I'm gonna watch the rest because I want to know where that what what they were leading up to. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck is real in these movies anymore. <laughs> like, god damn it! Like, I like the so, yeah, in- I I like the beginning for... where that like basically where it was immediately the end of the first one, and then they just kept going with more mm-hmm. stuff about the things being in the house. I'm like, whoa, that's crazy. But, like, I don't know how much of this stuff... Because I don't even know what to say. So the first movie, there's a tall man who's, like, stealing bodies mm-hmm. and, you know, using it for his own purpose. And then this one, the uh, the kid from the first one and then his uncle or whatever uh, are decide to try to hunt down the tall man. But he keeps seeing these visions and his dreams and then come across those people in real life but also he sees them dying or whatever in his dreams but that's kind of how the first movie ended with him see, like seeing all this weird shit happening and like my he killed my brother he's like no your brother died in a car accident that was all a dream it's like but then he keeps having all this like he I don't know what is dream and what isn't and I don't <laughs> like that <laughs> I'm so fucking lost. Just wait, there's more. Yeah, there's three more. <clears throat> but I mean, I I'm having fun watching them, but I just right. I feel stupid because I don't know yeah what's real and what isn't and what how to differentiate the two. So I gave Phantasm to a six and a half. Oh. I gave it a five and a half. But. I'll, hopefully the other ones get better because that's what I. Yeah, told. my hope is that like this is leading into something. Yeah. All right. So, October twenty third <clears throat> was messed up families. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot that you could put in this category. Oh, so many. But yeah, um, <clears throat> the one I picked since you already kind of mentioned it before mm-hmm. was Texas Chainsaw Massacre two. Oh yeah. I forgot um, that you watched that one. Yeah. So. I watched first... that one so long ago. You watched this one? I'm pretty sure a long time ago. It's so fucking weird. Like. Like by that I mean like probably in college. Yeah. Um, So in this one, after the events of the first movie. Uh, this picks up right at the end of the first one, right? No. It's, no? like, years later. Um, okay. <clears throat> because, like, the girl that's, like, there's this family, and they, they're all murdering people and stuff, and then when the cops got there, like, no one was there. No, Matt, Maynard, don't attack the camera. Either the recorder. Um, But then, uh, so some people believe it, some people don't believe it, so on and so forth. But um, then these murders start happening in a completely different part of Texas, like the Northern part of Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, people think that maybe it is like the same people, but some people think it's a hoax and so on and so forth. But then, uh, Dennis Hopper <laughs> back at it again. Oh, uh, he's, Dennis Hopper. He's like a police officer. And, 
I, I didn't completely get what he said, but a cop apparently said that, like, he was an uncle to someone that was murdered by the, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre family. Okay. So he's trying to get his revenge. Um, but then he, uh, but what happened was, like, there's this, uh, a call-in show on the radio station that the DJ, her name is Stretch, who was in what you were talking about before. I already forgot. <laughs> she was in the Hatchet movies. Okay. Um, yeah, she, uh, she, the, like the call came through when like a guy was talking to her on the radio and then he got killed while driving his car because a car pulled up with a giant chainsaw and like basically chopped them in half on, on the air. So Dennis Hopper's like, Hey, you should play this, uh, this tape on the air because she's a request show. He's like, I request you play this tape and I'll bring those people out of the, out of the woodwork and stuff. And sure enough, Leatherface and, this guy who felt like he was trying to be like Beetlejuice. <laughs> He's like, hey, what are you doing? Wait, hey, hey, Leatherface, come here. And so that um, they come to her to her radio station and break in and stuff. And But Leatherface falls in love with her. But then he pretends that he kills her for um, the brother. Uh, and then... He kidnaps her, so then the sheriff is like, I'm going to find... Or the, the cop's like, I'm going to find out where this family is. And he tracks down these underground, like, mines and caves and, like, this giant fucking, like, area and starts, like, going after the family. Uh, and I feel like the movie just kind of ends because <laughs> I don't remember what happened. Like, Chris and I are both like, did I fall asleep? Because... The movie just kind of ends that Leatherface is still alive. Well, you don't see what happens to him. You don't see what happens to Dennis Hopper's character. Um, like, it just kind of goes, all right, the end. You're like, but why? What's happening? <laughs> like, Buffy. All right, now she's attacking my sound equipment. Cords, man. Cords around kittens. Um, but yeah, it's so messed up, but I, I, I want to keep watching more Texas Chase on Massacre movies, so <laughs> we'll see what happens. Um, the movie I picked for messed up family oh, was... Oh, I didn't give my grade. Oh. I'm sorry. Oh. So Texas Chase on Massacre 2, I gave it... Uh-oh. Uh, six. Okay. So the messed up family movie I watched was a movie called Parents... Yeah. Did you end up watching this? We did, like, after, on, like, the end of Halloween, like, that night. <laughs> this is a weird movie. Yeah. Um, so, Dennis Quaid is, like, the father. Um, and the kid that lives with this, like, there's two parents and a kid. And the kid is a little weird. Like, he had trauma when he was younger and believes that his parents are cooking and feeding him people. And that's very loose because he, he chooses to be a vegetarian and you know that he saw something, but they don't exactly tell you right away what he saw. Right. But he keeps asking about where did you get the meat? What are we, what are we having for food? leftovers leftovers of what yeah that i mean that's a valid question because like we're having leftovers and it's like we always have leftovers <laughs> like i'm like right. yeah that'd be creepy 
Yeah. How do we have leftovers? What was the original thing that this is leftovers of? So it's like, yeah, it's a weird family dynamic. And yeah, Randy Quaid is just creepy as hell in this. Just a fucking, like, not a good father at all. No, no. Just anytime he does anything wrong, it's like, now what did we say about doing this? And it's like, oh, oh God, calm down, buddy. Yeah. So it was an interesting movie. I've like never heard of this movie before. It was just on a box set that I had. I've and I was heard, like, I've heard of it. I can't remember where because I remember seeing that like on an actual like list of movies I was going to check out eventually. Mm-hmm. And that cover was very familiar. <laughs> just cooking up meat. I did. Um, I did like how the movie took place in like the fifties because mm-hmm. there's something like really weird and innocent about like a period piece like that where it just it feels strange because like oh you know back then it was simpler very, times yeah it was very innocent times but i don't know yeah yeah so i gave parents um a seven i gave it a six it felt very long despite the fact that it was like less yeah than, you know like an hour it took a long time to get almost nowhere yeah because <laughs> i'm like what actually happened to him younger because he had flashes yeah of what happened but no i don't know maybe that's all they wanted us to know yeah could be okay so then for the 24th was ocean slash water horror and i watched jaws yeah so when we were younger we would watch jaws randomly on hbo it'd be one of like I would never know which movie we were watching. We just knew it was a Jaws movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, I watched pieces of a ton of the Jaws movies, but I don't think I've ever sat down and watched one straight from start to finish. I only remember watching pieces of it. So I finally got to sit down and watch Jaws from start to finish, and I loved it. This movie is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, the characters, the like, just the the road to uh through the story um and just how real like just how realistic and believable all these characters were even like some of the minor characters like the little kid on the beach and stuff um i don't know i there was there was so much to this movie that i didn't want it to end because <laughs> <laughs> it was so good but then once it was getting toward like the end of the movie, like it has to end. Um, and I don't know. It was like, I felt like it was perfect from start to finish. Um, I know that the reason you didn't see the shark most of the times was technical issues, but I liked it that way. Yeah, it worked. Cause it gave you more of a mystery and stuff. Cause the characters didn't know how big the shark was until it was too late. Yeah. So we wouldn't see the shark until it was too late as well. Um, yeah. So I, <laughs> I gave Jaws a nine and a half. Nice. I, I loved it. I can uh, see why people say this is like one of the best movies ever made. Yeah. I I watched it in October 2014, and this is one of the few, if not the only movie that I gave a 10 to. Yeah. I only gave it nine and a half because it's one of those that I probably have to watch again, and I'll probably then switch it to a 10, but... Yeah. Um, my ocean water horror was a movie that <laughs> I have already watched, 
Uh, we watched Shark Exorcist because <laughs> I had to show Kristen how bad the movie was. God damn it. I can't believe you watched that again. It's so bad. It's so bad. And then afterwards we watched the uh, um, Searching for the Worst Movie of All Time, whatever mm-hmm. the, guy, the, the I Hate Everything yeah. channel. And God damn it. <laughs> September 2018 is when I saw it the first time. And a year to three back then. And I, I think that still holds true. It's around there. <laughs> so, yeah, it's bad. Um, yeah. So, uh, the 25th was Eco Horror. Yeah. What did you pick for your Eco Horror? I watched, we watched Midsummer. Oh, yes. And I think this time we just watched the, we watched the theatrical cut instead of the director's cut. Because okay. director's cut is like 2.45 or something. Yeah, I was going to say it's like three hours long. Yeah. And the original is like only like two twenty five or two fifteen or something. But yeah, we watched uh, Midsummer, and uh, yeah, there were there were a few things I, I noticed were missing, like the the peeing on the log and stuff like that. But um, oh, they cut the peeing on the log part out. Yeah, that's as far weird. As, as, far, as far as I remember, I could be wrong. Um, but I watched the original. I watched it originally in t- October of 2019, but that was the director's cut. But also, I mean, I did get up and take care of a few things while we were watching it, like we're making supper. Because you already slept before, yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Which I gave that movie uh, a seven and a half, but I I I almost want to knock it up to eight, but I could be. I'm not sure. It's good. Yeah, I didn't look. Good. I still like Hereditary better. See, I like this one better than Hereditary, but maybe I gotta watch it Hereditary again. But uh, my eco horror, I picked a movie called Pulse from 1988. So it's not the Japanese remake stuff that we were talking about earlier. Um, Pulse was weird. Um, <laughs> did you watch it? No. Okay. I don't know if it was on anything. Yeah, it probably wasn't. Um, yeah, it wasn't because I know Amy Lou was asking about it. Um, it's like it's this thing that's going through the electrical circuits and stuff. Okay. And it kills people through that, um, like electrocuting people or rigging up electronics to like kill somebody. Um, there's one part where it like goes to the water heater and cranks it up so this lady like gets burned alive in her shower okay um and stuff like that and the kid is all paranoid and he's like it's coming from the electricity we can't do this and like his parents are like you're crazy you're just making stuff up there's a logical explanation for all of this stuff and it's it's kind of weird because it's like we saw maximum overdrive, which is machinery <laughs> attacking people. But this is like that, but more real. Yeah. <laughs> like this is how they would work if they did kill people um, through the electricity. So like electrical fires and stuff are that like were intentionally set by this whatever. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and I thought it was an, an interesting movie. It's weird when you watch a movie like this that was released in the 80s and you're like this seems like it would be more recent (laughs) like so it still holds the test of time i think i mean obviously we don't have tube tvs and stuff like that but we still use electricity (laughs) 
Um, and power lines still exist. But yeah, I thought it was an interesting movie. Um, I gave Pulse a 7 out of 10. Okay. And yeah, I couldn't find it on anything to recommend to people. It was just in one of the box sets I had. <laughs> and I figured electricity is like anti-eco. So that's why I picked it for the eco horror. Because, oh, get off the grid. Get away from electricity. This is the, like our warning. Yeah. So that's eco. Makes sense. Um, the 26th of October was for Hometown, hometown? Horror. Which, Film uh, from your part of the world. Yeah. I uh, I watched Gags the Clown because that was a movie that was recorded in Green Bay, uh, our, our Green Bay, our, our hometown. Yeah, uh, and actually that one had... probably fit more than the one I picked. But I already watched Gigs, and I didn't yeah. feel like watching it again. And I and uh, while watching the movie, I saw two people that I actually know in real life, <laughs> Gags, uh, and then also um, you so... know Gags. Yeah, I don't know Gags. <laughs> <laughs> but Cheyenne and the, was and two people I knew in real life. Gags, <laughs> Gags is one of them, and Cheyenne's the other. Cheyenne, well, Cheyenne, and then um, one of the, uh, I think they interview her for like, for the news. Mm-hmm. She's in like maybe like thirty seconds <clears throat> of the movie, but it was Heather, uh, Heather who owns um, Bell Talent Agency. That oh, okay. I, I did a commercial through her, and she's the one that hooked me up with that giant hamburger challenge, like. For, couple years back oh yeah uh heather um she was in that for like a little bit um but you you reviewed this movie back in october of last year 2019 okay um i was very impressed with the production value Mm -hmm. very impressed um again unfortunately with a lot of a lot of independent movies it didn't feel like there's a one whole plot. It felt like there was seven different plots going on. There's a at lot the same of time. plots, right? You didn't know who the main character was. Yeah, um, but it was still not bad. Um, I was intrigued by certain situations here and there and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I hated hated the uh, the podcast guy, but <laughs> also at the same time loved that actor. He was yeah. so good, and apparently he was in um, Deadweight, that John Patton oh. movie. Yeah, yeah. So it's probably a lot of the same people because they did that movie before this one. Yeah. But um, no, it, it was it wasn't bad. Uh, I, I gave Gags a six. I gave it a seven back in 2019. I loved the. Um, I kind of hated, but also I loved the setting of the ending. Mm-hmm. In that warehouse and stuff, that was really cool. I the, like that aspect. The tent of it. warehouse thing. Yeah, yeah. Tent in the warehouse. Yeah, that was neat. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. But. Um. So I watched Pity, which is another movie made by those guys. Um, but this one was a short one. Um, I feel like it cheated, but I figured your part of the world, Wisconsin's good enough, right? Yeah. Um. This one was done in Oshkosh. Um, so that's kind of close to Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one is called Pity, and it was about, about a guy who had a bad breakup and became obsessed with her. Uh, did you end up watching it? I haven't yet. Okay. Well, that's all I'm going to say about it because it's like seven minutes long. Yeah. But it just shows like 
I don't know, this guy's obsession and stuff like that. The car, um, the, the cover of the art is awesome. Because basically the whole movie is just this guy in the car. Okay. And like a monologue. So it's it's kind of an interesting, like, just seeing the the escalation of his obsession. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave it a seven and a half. I thought it was pretty good. Okay. It's definitely one that I could watch a bunch of times. So like one, one star per minute. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not that bad. Um, just kidding. Um, yeah, so that I watched Pity. Measure that movie was Pity. 12 minutes long. The funny thing is, like, I was like, does this count? It's only seven minutes. And I looked at the Letterboxd app, and it's on there. Okay. I was like, oh, I think it counts. It's good enough. That's okay. I I, I'm, I put a movie for next month already that I watched for November, and I don't know if it counts, but it was like 58 minutes and I'm like, I don't know if this counts or not, but I'm just going to say it anyways because it came in like a two-pack, but whatever. Well, I got a movie that was only 44 minutes coming up later, too, in this podcast. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay, so you said seven and a half, okay. Seven and for, a half for, for pity. pity. So if you're ever down in Oshkosh, stop in... Uh, uh, House of Heroes. And they have I'm sure Exclusive there. Company probably has it as well. Yeah, but you have a better chance of seeing John Pata, the writer and editor. Well, I don't think House of Heroes is open. I think they're doing everything virtually. Oh, okay. Like, cause he set up his online shop now. Oh, okay. So if you want to buy stuff, you can go to his his, uh, his website or whatever. He scanned every single item in his store. Yeah, I saw oh, that. Oh, you saw that? Jesus. <laughs> um... The next movie for the 27th of October, getting close, the week of Halloween, uh, was yes. Magic or Occult Horror. Uh, I watched a movie that I've already... Uh, why, why, don't, why don't I just have this ready? Um, I, I put it down and I just don't go back to it. <clears throat> but I watched a movie called The Woods, which is one of those movies that I really enjoyed it the first time I saw it. And like every time I watch it, I'm like it's just a fun movie. It's almost like if Suspiria was like not like as serious um but it's called the woods and i saw it in april of 2017 and i gave it a seven and a half back then which it's a fun it's a fun movie yeah i watched uh wax work that you lent me mm-hmm. um which you've also seen before in june of 2017 um about this like wax museum type thing that draws people in and then they like walk into the exhibit and then they're actually in those locations. Yeah. Um, it was pretty interesting. Uh, I gave it a seven and a half. Okay. Um, I don't know what you gave it back then. I gave it a six. Okay. Which is weird because I, I, as a kid, I would remember seeing like clips on on TV of old movies and then sometimes, like, those clips, like, watching at a young age, like, they go into my dreams and memories mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I'm almost certain you seen that this when I you were saw little? that movie, like, when I was, like, six years old or something. Because I remember, I remember that there's a part in uh, Young Frankenstein that I saw when I was really young that's always stuck with me. The part where he's, like, in the dumpster and then he, like, has, like, the body parts. Like, oh, yeah, it's over there and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. that point to the cadaver and whatnot. I remember that part as a kid, 
the most. And then I do remember, <laughs> I remember like this movie where like the with the werewolf and like all the other stuff. Like I remember parts of that as a kid. So I'm like, I wonder mm. if I saw that on TV, Maybe. like an HBO or something that I shouldn't have. <laughs> but oh, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, seven and a half for Waxwork. Uh, the 28th, we did, it was a carnival or clown horror. <sighs> which gags could have fallen in this, yeah, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's so many, so many of these movies could have fallen under, like, five categories. Right. I watched this one once, and it fell under this, this, yeah. this, this. Or you watch it eight times. Um, uh, I, I realized my list, I didn't have Killer Clowns from Outer Space on here. Uh-oh. So I just, this one you watched. Yeah, that's one I watched for uh, Clown... Carnival or Clown Horror. Um, which I which, watched in November of 2014. Okay. Wow, that was that far back. Um, I guess, yeah. Again, it was a movie I watched as a kid. Uh, and I enjoyed it as a kid. And Kristen at the end was like, "I, it's okay. I I, I bet if I watched it as a kid like I did, I would have, she would have liked it more. But Carrie did not even want to watch it. That was one of them I picked out to watch when we were, we were carving pumpkins. She did not want to watch it. <laughs> but uh, I gave it a six and a half. Yeah, I gave it a seven back then. There's there's parts of it that I remembered while watching it, like the the shadow puppets and the T Rex, and then just eats all the. Oh uh, yeah, that was fun. But I just remember the cotton candy cocoon. Yeah. Stuff. Um, I watched a movie. I was trying to find a clown movie. <sighs> So I found one. I think it was on Amazon or something. Yeah, it was Amazon Prime. Called Circus of the Dead. I'm like, okay, that sounds like a cool title. Right? They had like a bunch of clowns standing on the cover. So this basically was a movie about clowns just murdering people for fun. And that's it. Fuck this that was, movie. That was the movie. Um, you, at first you're following a family, and then one guy gets like, held captive and he's drug her along this whole freaking time while they're just going around murdering people, matching these cards from some Mexican memory game or something. Yeah. Um, it's like, Oh, it says Rose. I'm going to kill you. Cause your name's Rose and you have a Rose tattoo um, and stuff like that. It was so bad. Well, actually they, they kidnapped him and then like they murdered his family. Yeah. Because his wife was cheating on him or whatever. And she's like, Oh, he, she's not good. And then, so the police are like, oh, he murdered her. He, the the thing is murdered. He's missing. Like, he must have done it. Mm-hmm. And then, so then, like, <clears throat> as they're going on this killing spree, like, they keep thinking that the main dude, who looks like poor man's Dante Hicks from Clerks. <laughs> but, no, it pissed me off so much at the beginning of the movie when they're at the diner and, like, you're just introducing to these characters, like, the, the cop and stuff of that. Like, they're turning the camera and... In in the in the foreground, it's the cop talking to like some other people, but the focus is focused on a table of old people in the background. And I was getting so mad because the first like I'm like, do you not know how to fo- refocus the camera? Like there's right. so many there were so many spots that the focus was not where you wanted it to be. And the and the fucking clowns they would kill people just for the hell of it. And you're like, oh maybe they had a reason like. I feel like they didn't have a reason for the movie. Like they just killed right. them, and they it wanted pissed... to do a movie where clowns just killed people. That's what they wanted to make. But like, it, and it was it just, god damn it! And like, I I'm clowns are scary to me. 
but when people try to make clowns scary, that's when they're not scary. Mm-hmm. And this was like laughable because like they're like, oh yeah, the big dude, he's, all he does is laugh and just like not his head. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it, this isn't scary at all. He's constantly eating. Yeah, it's the funny. The only although I did I did enjoy the clown that was like when they're in the convenience store playing that game, just with the mm-hmm. cigarettes hanging out his mouth. He's like, eh, all right, <laughs> like. Like that actually felt like genuine acting from that part mm-hmm. from him. But the main clown dude, mm-hmm. I thought he was the best thing about this movie. Like, cause he was just weird and so sleepy, calm, but then, but then he would like sit like, like just kind of talk to you like, no, how do you feel about this? And this, it felt like, like he was trying to be like the Joker, but I think he was a better Joker than Jared Leto. Oh Yeah. <laughs> So, but it's like he's like his group of clowns, you know, having them terrorize yeah. and all that stuff. <clears throat> but just yeah, just, I hated this movie. Yeah, I I did too. But like the 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 small sparkle of hope, the reason why I gave it such a high score is because that actor, I think, did a great job for what he had. Like, like he actually, everyone else was just awful, awful, awful acting, awful set, horrible editing. Oh, the the editing was like they would cut away too soon and then like 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 oh yeah let's go over here and if you like you needed to tight either tighten up the cuts or like let it go a little longer before you cut it like you can't be jarring from one spot to the other yeah i was mad yeah so i gave it a four. Oh, i gave it a three Oh Jesus! You said a high score. Yeah, that would be like five. I was gonna give it like a two or a two and a half, but then <laughs> like that guy did a good job acting. <laughs> yeah, fuck that movie. Um, yeah, you talk about killer clowns already. So then we watched twenty uh, ninth was the period horror. Yeah, taking and, place prior to nineteen hundreds. Um, I was gonna do a movie called Bone Tomahawk, which uh, our friend Bug says I should watch it because it's and I see it people say how awesome it is. But mm-hmm. since we're running so short on time, um by this by the time that this the end of the month, uh and Kristen didn't want to see it because she's not a huge fan of the Westerns. Um so we watched the same movie you watched. Yeah, The Wind. Which was an IFC midnight movie. Oh yeah. Um yeah, so this one takes place about this husband and wife pioneer yeah, like 1880s Home. or something, I think. Yeah, it's like 1800s. Um, so it's the husband and wife that live in this house um, in the middle of the plains. No one else is around. And then uh, a couple ends up moving, I guess, moving, creating whatever building, um, uh, neighboring house uh, across the way. And they're from the city, so they don't understand how country life works. Yeah. Um, so they're constantly coming over and asking for help and, um, she's pregnant and they're, you know, trying to like asking for help cause this is, you know, they don't know anything about pregnancy or any of this stuff, but you find out that the original couple tried having a kid and it didn't work. Yeah. Um, and there's demons on the planes of sorts well the problem with this movie is i should say the problem the main thing i didn't like about it was they jumped around in time 
Yeah. So you so right away you see like oh that's a lot of blood, that's they're like they're burying somebody in this and this. And, yeah. But the. See, no, I got confused because I didn't know if that was the new couple or if that was an old couple before they showed up. That was the new one. Okay. And like the 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 issue that I had was knowing when in time it was because. Mm-hmm. They didn't do a lot of like the like because sometimes in movies like it wasn't obvious when it was a time jump. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, the, the yeah the general plot like you said is uh this. So like yeah, so after the neighbor lady died, the husband left. Um, to go get doctor or something i don't know why he can't remember why he left he was gone for a while yeah all of a sudden he was just gone <laughs> but he but he told her like before he left he's like he because he ever got and saying if you see anything that you don't trust you know because she's like i'm seeing things and some of that he's like no right. no, no nothing's there leaving and i didn't know where he was going yeah well i think it was all like that one moment where he was leaving because of the oh, baby okay. and stuff like the, mm-hmm. what happened to the whatever maybe he was checking i don't know but um but then, so the entire time she's there by herself, she was seeing things and whatnot, and yeah, like this is, I I I, I hate to sound negative, but I'm starting to get tired of the movies that go, well, are they crazy or is this stuff actually happening? <laughs> because basically, right. this movie was. Is there actually a is this an evil place? Are there demons in the ground, or is she just not mentally well because it was the eighteen hundreds and they didn't know how to gauge that shit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like it's and that and that's kind of like by the end of the movie you're like I don't know if she's lost her mind or if there actually is something evil in the ground here because like you said yeah like they the, left it pretty open ended. Yeah, but I remember I do remember that like when the people came in, they said, "Oh yeah, that we saw the large for not many people being around here. There's there's a large cemetery like coming into town," and I'm like, "Right, yeah, why is that?" Did or the they... pamphlet that kept coming back? Yeah, I, I, uh, I did. I don't know. Or... Visually, it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was neat. It was a neat movie, but I just was. I, I I always get sad whenever I say, oh, this has potential, and then it just reverts yeah. into like a common. But I gave the wind a seven. I gave it a six I, and a half. I was entertained. Yeah, I understand how like it was confusing at times because I'm like, is this before or after? I don't know. I'm just gonna freaking just watch it. Yeah, and, um, that's kind of how it happened for us. <laughs> so then the next. The thirtieth was Stalker Horror. Stalker, and we both watched the same one yeah. again. This one was Hillside Strangler, which was based on the real life serial killer uh, and his cousin that uh, killed a lot of sex workers in the L.A. area. Um, so it follows. I forgot the dude's name. Um. It starts with an E, though I think, um, but it's yeah, it's it's basically a true a true story 
of um angelo kenneth kenneth Bia- kenneth bianchi bianchi jesus and uh yeah angelo bueno Bu- buono whatever um yeah but about uh and that's really creepy because the main dude that was fucking pony boy from outsiders <laughs> it's so weird to see that um but yeah, uh, Ken- Kenneth Bianchi, Bianchi, Bianchi. I can't remember pronounce. Um, he is a guy who's like, he's really smart, but also not very smart at the same time. Because like he'll con his way into like being a psychologist or a doctor or all these other things, um, but then he just doesn't have any money. So him and his cousin decide to start up like a, a prostitution sex working ring. Uh, where mm-hmm. he like basically just not necessarily kidnaps, but basically blackmails these two girls into being sex workers for them. Uh, and then they start doing that more and more, but then shit starts going south and they start just strangling women f- for fun. And it's, yeah, it's a dark story. I mean, Obviously, it's based on true stories, so then he ends up getting busted by the end. But seeing all the stuff that they did and went through was like, this is why so many things are different nowadays than they used to be, (laughs) like, safety-wise. Like, in the 80s and 70s, there were just silicones everywhere because we didn't have (laughs) good safety regulations on a lot of things. But... I don't know for for a made for for a, a based on a true story type movie. I thought it was not bad. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I didn't care much for it. Um, I know it's based on a true story, but I don't know. It just was all over the place. It didn't feel like it had as much structure. And then the ending, where it had the lady with the letter and stuff, I'm like, that just seemed shoehorned in there. Yeah. I, I mean, I, but like I said, I understand it's a true story, and yeah. you can't just make shit up to make it better. <clears throat> I mean, I want I want to say I think like he was one of those guys that, um, yeah, because I, I know there's certain serial killers that like people just would like send love letters and like try to marry in the prison and stuff mm-hmm. like that because people are nuts. Yep. Um, but yeah, I gave the Hillside, Hillside Strangler, I gave it a five and a half. I gave it a five. Okay. <clears throat> so then for the 31st was a Halloween themed double feature. Yeah. So I watched Mr. Boogity <laughs> and the Bride of Boogity. <laughs> These were both uh, made for TV films, Disney uh, wonderful world of disney um the first movie was only like 44 minutes long yeah um and it's this family moves into well the family relocates to this town um because of his job he's a novelty salesman that sells like gag gifts uh-huh. so like the hand buzzer fake vomit and all that stuff and so they're moving in this house and he's constantly like doing these prank gifts on his like the entire time. Just like, oh my god, just let them unpack. And he's just like freaking going crazy. 
And um, it was over the top ridiculous. And then it turns out like this guy from 300 years ago named Mr. Boogity had made a deal with the devil and got this magical cloak to do what he wants. But the one thing he wanted was to marry this girl and she had nothing to do with him. So he ended up stealing her child and um, to try to like basically blackmail her into marriage. And she like, he brought the kid into the house and then they were never seen. He was never seen from again. So he haunts this house and this kid is stuck in the house is a ghost. Um, and it's just like, like it's 40 minutes. Like this whole movie <laughs> takes place in this short of time. It is so fast paced. And like with the whole practical jokes thing, it's just like off the wall. Like, I don't know, man. I'm not saying it's an amazing movie, but it is definitely a fun ride. Um, I did not know what I was getting into when I watched this movie, but like Carrie and I were like, holy crap, I would hate to live in this family. (laughs) But um, yeah, it was enjoyable. So I'm like, okay, then we'll watch the second one. And so the first Mr. Boogity, I gave a seven and a half. Okay. It's a very entertaining movie. Um, and then Carrie's like, if you watch the second one, you got to wait for me. I'm like, okay. Hmm. Um, so then we watched the second one, and it was slow and painful. <laughs> like, the way the first movie wrapped up, like, okay, that makes sense. And then the second movie's like, um, just kidding. It's not over. And then they, like, revamp this stuff. But, like, all the actors, like, I think they replaced the daughter or something. Um, but most of the actors came back. But the main guy, you could tell he just wasn't caring as much for this one as the <laughs> first one. Because, like, the pranks he was doing didn't have as much energy. Mm-hmm. And this one was, like, twice as long. So it was an hour and a half. Um, but it had Eugene Levy in it, which he plays the bad guy. He's like, <laughs> I hate everything. Nah, 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 nah. Like the grouch type thing. Yeah. Um, and there's, like, this festival that they're like, okay, we're pri- we're getting ready for this festival. And um, the Mr. Boogity comes back because Mr. Boogity was like this rich, pompous asshole that liked scaring people. So you go boogity, boogity, boo. And that's where his name came from. Oh, OK. Um, but, yeah, the second one isn't that good. Um, so the first Mr. Boogity I gave seven and a half. Bride of Boogity I gave a four and a half. OK. Um, it dropped dramatically because they probably like, oh, everyone loved the first one. Let's do the second one. And then the second one was dragged out and it wasn't wasn't worth it um yeah so that was my double feature now i read halloween double feature as a uh, as a uh, different halloween themed double feature and mm-hmm. i guess yours would make sense but um i picked two movies that took place in halloween uh so i chose donnie darko which uh there's a hard way to describe this movie. Um, I know. I love that movie, though. I do like it a lot. Uh, but Donnie Darko, it's a guy uh, who um, falls in love with a girl. Um, well, he has a near-death experience, like a, a, a jet engine plane falls in his bedroom. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so then, like, his parents have to, like, they have to live in a hotel for a while and stuff. Um, but uh, he falls in love with a girl that is new to school and stuff. And they just kind of are working through some of their issues they have with, 
bullies in the school or, you know, basically whatever is going on. Um, boy, is it hard to... And, oh, in the, in the meantime, yeah, it's hard like, to explain this movie. There's just a lot going on. Yeah, in the meantime, like, he has an imaginary friend uh, who's a rabbit, who's a giant human dressed as a rabbit, and he's telling him, like, the world's going to end in this many days. Um, it's really fucking hard to describe. Wow, mm. I never... I guess I never explained this to someone that has never seen it. Um, I'm going that cheat, cheat way... Uh, and go to IMDb. Uh, after nearly, oops, I hit the trailer. After nearly escaping a bizarre accident, a troubled teenager is plagued by visions of a man in a large rabbit suit who manipulates him to commit a series of crimes. Okay, that works too. Um, but no, I, I like it a lot. Jake Gyllenhaal's in it. Jenna Malone. Um, uh, the girl Drew Barrymore's plays. the teacher. Yeah, Drew Barrymore, um, Noel Wiley. Uh, the little girl, uh, his younger sister, is the girl from... Um, What's the guy from Dirty Dancing? Lilo and Stitch. Patrick Swayze. <laughs> I'm drawing a... Patrick Swayze's in it. <laughs> Drew a blank, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, uh, it's it's fun. I like the movie a lot. I watched it a lot, and I could I was quoting it here and there. But I gave Diane Darko a 7.5. And, and my other part uh, to the... Halloween. Halloween feature was a movie called Ginger Snaps, which is a Canadian-made... Uh, werewolf movie where these two girls um, are like they're sisters, but one like she finally gets her period at like mm-hmm. late in the game, yeah. but then uh, I guess the blood <laughs> attracts a werewolf and attacks her, so then she becomes a werewolf, and then her other sister, uh, and both these sisters are both kind of like I don't say losers, but no one likes them really because they're both kind of dark. In, uh, yeah, they uh, like uh, creepy, gross stuff because they yeah. take pictures of pretending that they're dead. Yeah. Um, so then, like one girl, uh, the girl who get bit by a vampire or a werewolf. She's werewolf. Like, she's you know like starting to become more popular and stuff like that. And the other now she's, she's a woman. Yeah, and the other sister is uh, trying to figure out how to cure the werewolfness uh, to this one guy who like sells drugs and stuff like that, but he has. He's like trying to help uh, them figure things out, um, but it's a fun movie. I think it's I think it's a very fun movie. Yeah, um, I love this movie. Uh, I I I was at preplayed the other day and they had a copy of it, so I finally got I finally had my own copy after losing mine. So I lent it to someone <laughs> and they never gave it back. So now I have my own copy. Yes, <laughs> um, but I also like this one a lot. I gave it a seven and a half as well. Nice. So, that's the that's the end of the challenge. Yeah, that was quite a month of movies. Okay, so I, I watched my, forty-eight movies this month. I watched forty-two. Um, the best movie I watched this month was Jaws with a nine and a half. The best your one best movie I watched was uh, Swiss Army Man with an eight and a half, which I yeah, that one's the high up there too. Part one. <laughs> And then the worst movie I watched was Circus of the Dead with a four. Uh, worst I saw was either Executioners or Circus of the Dead with a three. Yeah, both the... I also had that tie, Executioners tied with it. Yeah. Worst. I just picked Circus of the Dead because I... Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was worst. Yeah, so, so that was... X, X, oh, I was w, 
What? UVW. Oh, yeah, UVW, yes. Um, yeah, so if you have any uh, suggestions or whatever, stuffbyscott at gmail.com. Uh, and uh, if you watch any horror movies that you liked in the month of October, you let us know. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, for next month, watch we're going to watch Wretched for our uh, movie, uh, UVW, <laughs> as our letters. Other than that... That's a wrap. This is a Scott Does Stuff podcast. <laughs> <laughs>